This week's episode of Black Girl Brunch is brought to you by Savage X Fenty. Looking and feeling like a million bucks shouldn't cost you a million bucks. That's why we shop Savage X Fenty. And you can too at savagex.com slash brunch. Right now, you can get two bras for $29 plus 50% off everything else with your first VIP order. So let's get into the products that we are in love with right now. The new floral lace underlined bra with the matching floral lace cheeky or thong underwear. Sabria, let them know how you feel about it. So I am loving this set I got. First of all, anybody that knows me knows I love wearing all black. And not only is this black, it's black caviar. So I feel like I'm not just wearing my typical um, black. Um, I love the fact that the lace is soft and it lays flat. Also, TMI, but the cheeky underwear... Um, they don't cut you like, uh, you know, regular cheeky and lace underwear. And I feel so comfortable. I feel so sexy. This set is very different for me and I love it. Same, same. So I got the same set as you, Saria, except I got it in lavender and that's just so our personality. <laughs> black. I got it in lavender, but I love it. It's still just as sexy, so feminine. Um, the lace lays really flat, so it's great because you can actually put a t-shirt over this lace bra without seeing the print. Another thing that I really love about the bra is that it doesn't give you a roll. Sometimes mm -hmm. bras will give you a roll, and I didn't ask for that. Also, instead of the cheeky underwear, I got the thong, which again, another win because a lot of lace thongs can be painful. I don't have to tell y'all, y'all know what it is, <laughs> but it really, really just fits so great and it makes me feel so confident and like the best version of myself. So you can check out this floral lace set and other sexy sets by visiting savagex.com slash brunch. In order to take advantage of the deal, you have to become an extra VIP member. And after being a VIP member since the launch, I highly recommend. My favorite thing about the membership is that there's no commitment to buy or spend a certain amount each month. And if I don't want anything for the month, I can just skip and I won't be charged. As an extra VIP member, you'll save 25% on every style every day. You'll get free shipping and handling on orders over $49, access to specially priced VIP sets, and early access to shop the newest drop. And my favorite part, yes, there's more. My <laughs> favorite part about being a VIP is getting access to the VIP boxes that Rihanna curates herself. Because who don't want underwear that Rihanna picked out? Like, come on. Exactly. And if you're worried about sizing, no worries. As a VIP, you'll get 90 day fit guarantee, which gives you 90 days to return an item for free. There are so many deals that it's hard to know where to start. Undies for as low as $7. Bralettes for 10 Bras for 15 Sleepwear for 17 I love looking sexy, but I have to spend on my coin. Become a VIP member today and shop these sweet deals on savagex.com slash brunch. Let them know we sent you. Now, let's get into Black Girl Brunch. Hello, everyone, and welcome into this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. And we are so excited to be here I don't know if y'all heard what just happened, but uh, <laughs> I don't know if y'all heard who was sponsoring this week's episode, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not, you know, you know, it's something, just a mild day. <laughs> All I'm going to say is that the price is going up and I will leave it there. <laughs> 
I will, in the most humblest way, that's what I mean. <laughs> exactly. So, yes, shout out to um, Savage X Fenty. We were so telling the truth. We love everything that we received. We want to thank them for our goodies. Um, if you're following us on social media tomorrow, you'll get a chance to actually see the products that we're talking about. Um, but, yeah, let's just say it's been a good week. Yes, it definitely has been a good week. And it was a great weekend, too. We actually, oh, It was God. such a great weekend. Wow. Like, it was lit from Friday literally to Sunday night. Yes, I was that so was, tired. That was so crazy. Like, at, from going from zero activity to a bunch, like, a, literally an activity every day for the past three days, it was just very, um, it was very wild. Um, surprisingly, I wasn't as tired as I thought I would be. Um... But I feel like today everything hit me and I was like, whoa, that's a lot of that was a lot of interaction. Child, I was dead while I was like on Saturday. <laughs> but First, you I <laughs> Yeah, I'm done. I did things to make myself tired. You did something very naughty, naughty, naughty girl. <laughs> Let's just say um some edibles you should just follow the directions. Like you should not like consume more than if what they say. Because, like, if it's an edible you getting from, you know, your friend, make edibles and stuff like that, maybe you can be like, oh, I'll take another one, whatever. But if when you're it's going a medical to a, grade. If you go to a dispensary <laughs> yeah. and you get something, read the back of that thing Oy. and take, like, directions. No joke. Take directions, okay? And um, my dumb ass, well, I was high too, so I was like, oh, yeah, here. <laughs> Shout out to Muhammad, a.k.a. Brohammed, um, for um, getting us into Poppy Juice's party, day party yes. oh my on gosh. Saturday. Pop and Poppy Juice is like an iconic, um, legendary, um, soon to be even more legendary um, party um, that happens in Brooklyn. And people are always talking about it. And I never had been to a Poppy Juice party and I always wanted to go. Um, and I finally got to go to one. And it was everything that I thought it would be. And, and more. Let's just talk about how unreal our life is sometimes. Like, so there are unreal. days where we have, like, oh, man, like, days are rough. Like, I'm not lucky. And then I have days where I'm like, am I really, like, fortunate? How the hell did this happen? Sabrina and I are about to enter Poppy Juice Party. And the best part about it was that Telfar was going to be one of the DJs. Um, So I was just excited with that. Like, okay, cool. I'll be in the same space as Telfar. Like, that's fine. Um, But let's take it a step further. As we were fixing and ourselves up to head into the party. Telfar snuck behind us and was like, look who it is. And we were just shook. And Telfar gave us a hug, embraced us. Both Sabri and I both had bags on. And it was just like, wow. I couldn't believe we got a hug from Telfar. Yeah, that was so wild. I just was like, it's weird because I like felt like... Um... I, I just felt comfortable. Like, I just felt comfortable. I felt comfortable, too. Because I, I just, just didn't like, expect it. I didn't expect to feel so comfortable. Exactly. I just was like, it's really you. Like, and I like that, um, that how, um, like, the new, um, I wouldn't say, like, so, I, I mean, kind of like the celebrity. Yeah. Like, the new, I feel like, are so much, uh, I feel like, want to be, like, a people person because they know the importance of your supporters. Um, because we built excuse me, we both had Telfar bags on and like I heard him say like thank you for the support and I'm just like that is so crazy like to somebody to like to your face to say thank you for the support is very wild because sometimes you never think that you'll have that opportunity. 
and people feel themselves too. Like in addition people to people be feeling like, themselves, they do not feeling like I had the opportunity. I feel like a lot of people, especially people getting as much like love as tell far right now, they would be like, huh, peasants. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But it was just and wow, like way more than I would have ever expected. So like you got a fan for life over here. Period. Because I, I'm like <laughs> I, that made me feel like everything was worth it. Like I bust my ass to get them two bags. Like I was not playing. Like so I'm like after that I'm like well I'm gonna get some earrings. Like I just felt like I'm like you definitely got a supporter in me. Like yes, you for, giving me every reason to almost support you exclusively because it's a lot of people out here. They not going to treat you like that so exactly shouts. just so many shouts that's all so i have to many say shouts. so many and shout outs also the music at poppy juice was amazing like when i say i have never heard music like that in like a club um i mean i have heard don't don't get me wrong i will never fucking forget the dj set um for my 21st birthday when i lived in new york at Westgate. when i tell you I never expected to hear my favorite Dipset song on my birthday. That was some wild shit. Like, that's not a, a club banger song. It's a song that you like, oh, if you really like rap, you listen to the song. But that's how I felt at Poppy Juice, like, listening to the music. I'm like, yo, the stuff that the DJs, because it was different DJs, um, you know, at different times. The stuff that Telfar was playing, the stuff, I forgot the other, I, I didn't get the other DJ um, name. Um, but the stuff that every DJ that we heard, the stuff that they was playing was fire it was fire it was fire it was a fire event again thank you so much muhammad we appreciate you yes. for getting us into this party um and we just had a good time um we, it was a good it was a beautiful weekend beautiful weekend tiring but beautiful yes. um so yeah let's get into our phase four because i'm actually excited really really excited for this week's phase four mm -hmm. you can explain this better than me but this week's uh phase four is are fave for like celebrity things that will be in our celebrity writer. And I'm just discovering what a writer is. Yes. Um, somebody suggested this. Um, I forgot who it was, but shout out to you. If you are listening and you remember suggesting this, please let us know. Um, but thank you. Yes, a celebrity writer is like basically what a celebrity wants, um, I would say like in their dressing room or something to make them feel comfortable um coming to an event like i this is wild but i feel like this is something that iman would want um but christina aguilera does not like traffic so yep. she has to she gets a police escort if she has to be at an event She's because if you have police escort then people will get out of your way um <laughs> um also like beyonce loves um popeyes and like pepsi no coca-cola like on her rider and stuff like that so like th stuff that like will make you feel like i guess like comfortable so on my celebrity rider it come it should come to no surprise um that i would need um ginger lemon kombucha um <laughs> i was about I, to put kombucha but i knew you was going to do it i feel like it's crazy because this is another reason why I sometimes don't like going out to eat now since I started drinking kombucha because I have to have kombucha to settle my stomach. It makes me feel great. Um, it just makes me feel good. Um, and I just have to have it after everything I eat, like all the time. I literally drink kombucha every day, no lie. I have one bottle now. And so that means tomorrow I have to buy two bottles because I don't, I drink it. Like I take sips of it. Like I don't drink kombucha all in one sitting, but I literally drink kombucha every day. So that's something that I would need or I'm not showing up. The <laughs> second thing is, <laughs> the second thing is vegan Caesar salad. 
I love vegan Caesar salad. Like, and <clears throat> I haven't wanted me um, a particular way. Um, also, I know it's supposed to be r romaine lettuce, but um, I would like some spinach thrown in there because I want a dark leafy green. Um, but yeah, and I want it, I want a big one too. And mm. um, I want very um very prominent croutons and they have to be gluten free. <laughs> the the not prominent. The the croutons has to be gluten free. Also, um, yeah, I, I don't want them to put the dressing on it. I have to put the dressing on it. Um, yeah. Or again, I'm not coming. Um, the third thing is the, the color is important because I always, this, anytime I have a bottle or all of like my water bottle, my smoothie, when I drink smoothie, my coffee, um, tumbler, they all are pink. So I have to have a pink hydro flask filled with ice cold water. Um, my hydro flask, I carry it everywhere with me. Actually mine, even we at a restaurant, I always have my hydro flask in, um, my Telfar bag. Um, I love ice cold water. Like mm -hmm. I know people are like, mm -hmm. oh, you're supposed to drink warm yeah, you know water. Me. I like my like lukewarm. I if I drink lukewarm water, I feel thirsty. So the water has to be ice cold again, or I'm not coming. And the hydro flask <laughs> has to be pink. So since it's a writer, I'm being as extra as possible. Like the hydro flask has to be pink. Or if it's purple i'm gonna i'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna be upset because i'm like because yeah, there's a difference between a purple girl and a pink girl exactly. and there's no no one's better than the other but there's just a difference it's a difference period and i'm definitely a pink girl last Same. lastly i have to have i mean obviously since i just had that caesar salad you know very tangy i need to have it's these vegan mints that trader joe's sell <laughs> I need those. Those are my favorite mints. I know there's probably other vegan mints. I haven't found them. I'm pretty sure that Ryan will suggest some. I don't even have to ask. Um, but I love these vegan Trader Joe's mints. And those are the only mints that I used to buy. And I need those mints in particular. Okay. I mean, yeah. I feel like pretty much you want a meal. <laughs> I basically want a meal. I got my drink. I got my, I got two drinks. <laughs> yeah. And I got, you know, my, yeah. So basically a meal. Yeah. Yes. So, okay. I see, I see. I went in a little bit of a different direction. Um, so for me, the first thing I would want is um, weed rolled in raw uh, sativa. <laughs> and with the CBD blend, like I feel like if they could just have me, I don't even need anything more than one pre-roll. That's all. Mm. Just have that rolled up for me um, with an ashtray. That'd be great. Um, next, I want a Lazy Boy recliner. Um, I want it to be meant for somebody that's tall. And I don't want it to be leather because leather is cold. Like, I just want it to be a nice fleecy material and long because, like, if, let's just say I'm in between you know, a set or I'm in between whatever, like I want to curl up and because I want a recliner, what's the next logical thing to have? A blanket. Period. I need a blanket and it has to be the right one. I hate when I get up under a blanket and it's still cold. I want it to be like a fleece or like a furry type of blanket, but something that won't get on my clothes because like... I will have to spring up and do what I have to do. And finally, I want a vegan food buffet because sometimes I don't know what I want. So it's just like, just give me a bunch of healthy vegan options and then I can take the plate and I can just have at it. And 
All right, I know people had their thoughts about Ellen DeGeneres, but when I was on Ellen DeGeneres' set, I loved that there was um, vegan food just everywhere for the for the crew, for the guests, for everybody to just eat. And it, it was one of the best experiences on, it was one of the best like food options I've ever had. And it wasn't the fanciest place I've ever been. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm like, wow, like this, they really thought about uh, like health here. And it was like a little fridge where it was like kombucha and like healthy chips and stuff like that. So just something like that for me, it don't have to be fancy. Like it literally could just be like a Chipotle vegan thing, but it has to be some healthy foods. Like don't bring me nowhere if there's no food. Exactly. Um, or I'm not coming, like you said. <laughs> Since this is a time to be a diva, I'm not coming. Exactly. Finally, um, honorable mention: a really long iPhone charger. <laughs> don't put me in. Don't put me in a corner and make me have to charge my phone in the corner because you know I'm a wanna I'm a wanna relax on a recliner and have my phone in my hand. So a really long, speedy charger would also be perfect. And honestly, I could spend the night right there. I don't need nothing else. Oh my gosh, that was the lazy boy with the charger. I could picture you uh please. I could, I could picture you curled up. I would lock the door with like a metal latch and I'm like, please don't come in here unless you absolutely need me. <laughs> like, don't come in here. I would be they would be like, You do understand that we only accommodated you with this so that you can actually work. And I would be like, huh? <laughs> work. <laughs> but uh yeah, that's my celebrity writer. So let's get into Toast Forces. All right. So this week we're toasting to Serena Williams. Um, one, because she's just black excellence every day, but we wanted to send her a little bit of extra love because she actually had to um leave a competition early because she injured herself. So it was um a match, her first round match at Wimbledon. Um, and she's a seven-time champion of Wimbledon so you know Serena she just takes her sports things seriously because she's an athlete she's a dedicated athlete and it just sucks that she you know slipped on the grass and she suffered a leg injury she tried to come out and continue to play but she was you know mouthing like come on like she was trying to push herself but she couldn't and so she cried she had to take a moment and we all know what that's like when you just really want to do something and then something just gets in the way so sending her love sending her healing um, she is just so I don't know I'm definitely not an athlete, but she just is so inspirational to me. So inspirational. So inspirational. It was definitely a very brutal fall. So I just want her to um be safe. But also I'm like, who the fuck job was it to keep the grass uh non-slippery? Like, I know that gotta be somebody's job. That was, that was, I feel like that was definitely anti-black. Yeah, it was very anti-black that she even slipped. Like, come on now, take some towels and get that, you know, get it together. So, uh, okay, let's get into tea time. Sorry, that was very awkward, but my mouse just died, and I was like, what's happening? No, I was over here literally fighting. The so, um, first of all, again, Beyonce raised me. My mic had went out, and my headphones had went out at the same time, and I was over here scrambling, trying to find a cord to make things work. But I was like, nope, don't panic, don't panic. <laughs> yep, you can't panic, no matter what. You cannot, cannot panic. Because when I tell y'all I could not hear... Um, half of what you might have to pay for, but I kept on going. <laughs> oh wow, that's great! I really didn't know. I thought you heard me. <laughs> I heard, I heard you, but some of it was going in and out, in and out, in and out. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? At least the brunchers heard me, right? 
Period. Um, they did. So, so let's get into this tea time. Uh, we got some Britney Spears. Um, I've been wanting to know what was up with her. Like, Free Britney has been huge for a few years at it this point. It has. And I think, I for me personally, say what you want, but I needed to hear it from her because I know how sometimes stands can be. And sometimes it freaks me out when um, stands know a significant amount of information because i'm like how do you know all this information like how do you know what the parents are doing what you just like how do you know because i had never heard her speak out about it but then i wasn't doubting that it wasn't happening to her but i just was like i didn't understand how deep it was um because i was like creeped out about how because i'm like okay i know y'all care about her but some of them were being invasive um and being very creepy um, so I was like, I had no idea, but like hearing, actually hearing her talk about what's going on and what they're putting her through, it just was very heartbreaking. It was very fucking heartbreaking hearing it in her own words. Also, I feel like I have never heard Britney Spears sound so with it in my life. Yeah, I right. Like I have never heard her sound so present in my life. Like a lot of times when Britney Spears is like talking, she sounds like she's, almost like, you know, a little ditzy. Um, She sounds like she's just trying to be nice. And honestly, because, you know, I'm not in her life, I wouldn't know if that's how she sounds or not, for real. But the way she was talking, the speed, the urgency, she sounded like she was 100% present. She knew what she was talking about. She knew what she was trying to articulate. I think she made her point and her frustration is very fucking clear about how this whole thing has pushed her to do just so much that she did not want to do. So, I never heard of a conservatorship, is what it's called, up until now. But yeah, conserv conservatorship. Yeah, I thought it was called a conservatorship. It might conservatorship, be. conservatorship, conservatorship. I've never heard of it um before, but um it's pretty much when uh, a judge appoints an individual or, or organization to care for another adult who is deemed unfit to care for themselves or to manage your own finances. And for Britney Spears, uh, she is considered the conservatee, and her father is the one controlling everything. Um, so for the last twelve years, um. The details have been really, really uh, silent. You know, it's been like, oh, okay, cool. Like, we all suspected something weird was happening, but we didn't know exactly um, what has go- what was going on. But to I me, mean, a whole thing was said when she like, you know, spoke out against it. But what really got me was her saying that she really did not want to perform. She didn't want to do certain things, but her father and everybody were just making her do everything. They was controlling everything. Mm -hmm. And it was so many people in on it. Like no matter who she tried to go to, that person wouldn't give her permission to do something. And she's like, I just pretty much want my life back. Exactly. Like that is so, and like um, we were talking about this earlier. It's just like so money hungry. Yeah, very money hungry. Very fucking money hungry. It's very sick. Like, she worked her ass off. She deserves everything that she worked for. Seriously, seriously. And it's just, it was just so much that she was saying that it was just bothering me. I feel like they absolutely exploited her mental breakdown because this all happened. Um, 
this all happened like during the 2000, the notorious 2008 breakdown mm-hmm. where like she shaved your head. So of course, like a judge at that time would be like, oh yeah, of course she's mentally ill. This is her father. Why not give her charge, take, let her take charge without realizing that every father isn't a hero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every father isn't going to like jump in and save the day. And it's been so harsh for her. Exactly. They were, and, she was saying even as she earned millions from a successful Las Vegas residency, she was limited to $2,000 weekly allowance, according to the records. What? Bitch, I wish I would be popping and locking and dieting <laughs> and, and twisting my ass around on that stage to give me $2,000 a week. Now, listen, me today... Gladly take two thousand dollars a week, but to, to perform the way she do, the way since Britney, she was a kid, since she was a kid, and the way Britney Britney Spears um is old school, in the sense that when she decides that she's going to like get in there and do a studio album, she's gonna you know hit the gym, she's gonna have a diet that consists of one thousand dollars one thousand calories per day. We can argue about if that's healthy or not another time, but she's old school. She's gonna get that body together. She's gonna practice is going to be relentless two thousand dollars she don't do what the girl some of the girls do like she's not going to pull a summer walker where she stands on stage and is like you know i'm not really feeling the dancing yeah spirits be going to work so i'm like you mean to tell me that y'all think two thousand dollars weekly is fair it's her money it's her money that she worked for they were saying that they even even control like um things like her cabinet, <laughs> like uh they, she was saying she wanted to make some cosmetic changes to her home, like restaining her kitchen cabinets, and she told the investigator that that was forbidden by her father, who told her too money too much money was being spent. What? 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 Let me tell y'all something. White people are crazy because yeah, this is, I'm so sorry, crazy this is, about they money. get crazy about money because it is like so much tied to their identity. It's just so like power and control and money is the reason for slavery. It's the reason for like capitalism. And you have to look globally, like who is the driver of this? And that's why like, it is hard for me sometimes to just like get close to like non-black people because I don't trust all the time that at some people's core, some white people's core, they weren't taught to be like this. Sorry, yeah. that's just how I feel. And I'm just like, this is, this is really some crazy shit to put your daughter to work like this is greediness it's pure exactly and also like they do stuff like like you watch um you know on id ID channel killing their children for insurance money family annihilators is what they're called exactly Um, and i feel like he's doing it slowly like jamie again this is also weird his name is jamie her sister name is Jamie. The only one on one name is Jamie too. Her sister married a man named Jamie as well. Come the hell on. Come on. Yeah. It's get it's getting weird. It's enough Jamies for one family, if you ask me. And that's not a name that I feel like should be repeated. <laughs> no, and like uh a lot of Jamies like in in are like messy. Uh, I'm talking about Jamie from Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about Jamie 
But then Spirit's like, I never forget when she messed up that not that Nickelodeon bag. Um, <laughs> yeah, everybody was mad at <laughs> it. She got I was so it was so weird because in my mind, and I know people probably gonna think I'm lying. I was thinking because I used to be really into Teen Vogue and stuff. And this is around a time where girls my age were getting pregnant, and I was looking at Teen Vogue and I was thinking to myself, Oh, has there ever been a celebrity teen mom? And yep. then after I thought I had that thought, that's when she was like, "Bam!" I because I never watched Zoe One on One. I was I so obsessed with the fact that she was a celebrity, but she was a teen mom. I thought that was so wild. Yeah, it was. That was huge. Like that was huge back in the day. But I was just so damn happy it wasn't Raven or Kyla Pratt. <laughs> I was just like, you know, because you know they would have got more shit for being like black girls who ruined the bag by becoming like a teen mom. I knew she was going to be okay. I'm like, you Britney Spears little sis. Yeah, that's and what I thought. That's what fine. I thought. My, I thought to myself, I'm like, oh, that's like, I'm like, she good. But like, I thought that because me, when I was a kid, I'm like, yo, I'm like, I'm like, she can't go to the clubs. I'm like, she can't. Because we around the same age. I think she older than us. So the thing is, she was a kid. She was really a kid. But that definitely gave a little peep into, like, the fact that they weren't being necessarily watched. Just because a lot of times, kids that age um, in, in the spotlight, they have, like, a tight, they got a tight leash on them. They do. So. And the thing is, I know, oh, yeah, she's just one year older than us. Um I know that people um, are like upset because they think she's in on it something. But if he threw that to Britney, what you think he doing to her too? Yeah, today it's just exploitation. Because looking, I'm like looking. First of all, I'm on her Instagram right now, Jamie Lynn Spears um, Brunchers. If you want to open up your Instagram and look at Jamie Lynn Spears Instagram with me, do so. <laughs> look at her most recent picture. Not class being in session. She has on a t-shirt and no pants. And she just looks very like it just Nuts. looks. Stuff. You are you looking at Iman? Yeah, yeah. Also, never forget when Wait. she kept. I'm sorry, <laughs> guy. You didn't talk about the caption. So the caption under this picture is: My finger got smashed between these two doors, and I still have a bruise under my nail. But cute spot for pictures, nonetheless. What? Also, the pictures are just very off. Also, never forget. She was on her Instagram stories and was like, um, it's talking about a problem that she had with her Tesla. And the problem was she kept on, the car is so silent that she kept on backing up and hitting her cats. And she was like, we've gone through so many cats. Like, does anybody else have this problem? Like, I feel like I need to take some up with like Elon Musk. First of all, does anybody else have this problem? No. Why no. are the cats? Nobody else had this problem. She said, and she said it's so casual. Like, we have gone through so many, like, she's saying that, like, you know, you go through so many bath towels. Yeah. She said, we have gone through so many cats. And I'm like, y'all think somebody that says something like that could speak up for her sister? I'm sorry. We got, we got to be logical. We have to be very logical. We can't. Because I think he's doing stuff to both of them. Because also, like, with all the reboots coming up, I don't know if Zoe one-on-one is having a reboot or whatever, but y'all know the dad would be on that shit. <laughs> I just feel like he is, I feel like if he's doing it to one, not the, why not the other, you know? Seriously. And I just saw um one of her captions. It was just her standing there. And she said, how many times do I have to say, let's go? And I'm like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I feel 
feel that though. <laughs> I mean, I get it, but I also don't get it. <laughs> I just, but the thing is, I just wish them both well. Like, I want things to get better. And like you said, y'all, please leave Jamie Lynn Spears alone. Cause she... I feel like people are like, I want to punch her in the face and stuff. Really? I'm like, yeah, I saw people say they want to punch her. No, I've like... seen it too, but I'm just like, really? Like, y'all really want to do that? Where this girl look like she's just trying to put one foot in front of the other these days. I mean, I don't know, but that's what I'm getting. Right? I'm like, I don't know. Like, I just wouldn't want to, like, bullying her. I'm like, come on now, y'all. She said, how many times do I have to say, let's go? <laughs> How many times do you have to say it? <laughs> I'll be, yeah. I feel it though. I just, um, I, that is just some, that's just some greedy stuff. Uh, I pray for Britney Spears. Um, and anybody else who has to deal with that type of, um, just weird dynamic with their parents is so off. Don't like it. It is. That is sick. As a parent, you're supposed to be a protector. You're supposed to be protecting your child, not added to the mess. Yeah. Um, Speaking of, actually, no, I'm about to do a terrible transition. Um, let's just get into this new Ivy Park, right? So, um, Beyonce, the Ivy Park crew, they're launching a summer, a very summer thing, some neon orange swimwear. It looks great. Um, the title so of this uh, collection is called Flex Park. And it launches um, July 22nd. Um, and my favorite thing about this is that um, it features Tabria Majors. That's our girl. She's so stunning. She's um, the one. She's beautiful. Um, also, Quincy Brown, a.k.a. Uh, Diddy's son. It's just so many beautiful people, nice bodies. What is his name? Quincy Brown? Mm-hmm. That creeped me out because I've never heard his last name. I'm really freaked out. Yeah, or everybody just call him Quincy like he's our cousin. Yeah, that really free. I said, who? Because he technically is. I feel like a lot of uh, people <laughs> um, in the industry are just my cousin. And <laughs> I don't really have anything else to add there. Just for like certain people are my cousin. Like, I feel like Tion Taylor is my cousin. I feel like Quincy's my cousin. <laughs> It's a lot. I definitely have felt like Monica is my cousin for years. Yes. I remember years. that's the first thing you said to me. And I looked at you like, what the fuck? I'm like, you ain't never grew up and think Monica was your cousin. You was like, no. I'm like, hmm, okay, whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is great. And I'm, I have not received a single Ivy Park thing yet. I said that I didn't care <laughs> if I had to get some of the damn swim trunks this time. I'm getting something. All right. Period. July 22nd. Um, I'm, I got a strategy uh, and I'm not going to share it because I don't want, to, <laughs> I don't want everyone. To, I, it's to, probably something that nobody want to do. <laughs> no, it's no, it's very, it's a standard strategy. I think everybody's doing it, but I just don't. Want when I tell you all the black, when I saw that she was releasing like black stuff, I was in Nordstrom Rec. I had my phone just and I was losing signal. My mom was telling me to go to the front of the store to get signal so we could get stuff. I bought so much stuff. I still got sneakers. I got two pairs of sneakers that I don't be wearing like that. I need to. I just can't believe I have them. Um, I want these slides. Also, I, I got sweatpants. I want, I want the slides too. I didn't get a good look at this. I need to look at the swimming stuff. I was looking. I'm going to push myself to try to get one. Um... Sorry, my mic fell in my boobs. But um <laughs> but yeah, I love the slides. I love a good slide, okay? 
Yes, I definitely want um, especially that bright color with my white toes. Please, it's gonna give. It's gonna be so cute, and I am actually uh, going to have like a pool in my new apartment complex. So I need new swimwear. So I was like, oh, this is great because, um, like, yeah, some of it is sexy because come on, it is Beyonce, but also some of it is kind of more practical, a little bit more sporty looking. And I'm like, oh, this would be great for mm -hmm. just like when I'm not trying to be too sexy, just want to be a little cute at the uh, pool. So I'm like, hopefully I can actually snag one of the sportier looking, um, uh, swim, swimsuits. Excuse oh. me, I'm sorry. I love it so much. So shouts today. I guess we'll see more coming because you know how Beyonce do. She like to really tease um, days uh, leading yeah. up to it. So I'm really excited to see her in the stuff. I really just can't wait. Um, so let's get into the BET Awards. Um, actually, I'm just going to say that <laughs> this was one of the better award shows in the last few years. I think that this was one of the times where I have been genuinely excited about a lot of the people performing. It was a lot of firsts. Um, a lot of people kind of got cheated with the pandemic being last year mm -hmm. and they didn't get that, you know, traditional like BET experience. Mm -hmm. But this, like this year, it was Lil Nas X. We had Megan Thee Stallion performing. We had the City Girls performing. We had mm -hmm. Jasmine Sullivan and um, uh, Ari Lennox. I believe her performed. But it's I think for a long time we actually have a so like a powerhouse of like really really talented people who can actually give something. I feel like a lot of times for these awards I don't know who the hell is on stage. <laughs> I don't. I'm like, who is this? Yeah, I agree. I feel like it was definitely great people that I'm like, oh, I would like to see them perform. Oh, I would like to see them perform. Um, never mind. I'm gonna keep that to myself. But as we progress, <laughs> so yeah, we got a few a, a list of a few highlights for us. Um, if you think of anything else that's not on the outline, definitely make sure you uh, bring it up. But I was so fucking happy to see the City Girls performing. Like I just Me have too. to say. I love them. The way they were like smiling and looking at each other, like you can, you probably know that this is something that they've been dreaming about for exactly. a long time. And for some people, like probably performing at the BET Awards is is just like one of those milestones, even bigger than the Recording Academy, like the Grammys. Exactly. Like I'll, if you ask me, would you rather perform at the BET Awards or the Grammys? I'm gonna say the BET Awards. Period. Honestly, oh. I'm gonna say the VMAs. But <laughs> also, it made me a little emotional because after it, um, Carisha was like, "I'm so proud of you." Just, I'm so proud of Jatavia. She killed it. And I'm like, people always try. I'm like, people, because I feel like people will try to do that. To, people always try to do that to best friends. Period. Y'all cannot break. They uh, said it already. Like we for real love each other. Like we. We are sisters. We are like, that is my bitch. Like they be so proud of each other. Cause I know that JT is a little shy. So she did um, so good. She, she did, did so good. She like, did she so did good. good. That's why I create. And like, I'm shy. So, and like, when I do stuff that I be like, I didn't like, I don't want to do this or whatever. Iman be like, you did a good job. Like whatever. I'm like, that's a real ass friend. She was like, I'm so proud of you, Jatavia. Yes. And that's why I felt it. Cause I'm like, that's what real friends do. They like, you know, lift each other up and I felt the love like watching them laugh while they were dancing I'm like that's 
this is this takes me back to a time where people literally were having fun when they performed so it was great and again first i saw a clip because i didn't watch your words in live live time and i was like oh, okay cool like you know jt carisha they got like background dancers and then i looked i'm like no that's them dancing like i, already, I always knew carisha said she liked dancing but i was shocked to see jt like mo- they were moving yes jt really was hooking it up i'm like you go girl like- and i like how they was like let's go like you saying little cute stuff like that like they just did a good job and honestly out of all these rap girls they remind me most of people that i grew up with went to school with lived on the same block with so seeing them win Mm -hmm. just is like i'm just i'm proud of them very happy to to see that um little nas x came up in there and turned it out as as he should um he's being freaky naughty he was being pretty naughty. I don't. I keep hearing something. I don't know if that's my background or not. Sorry if it is. What is it? Is it? Is it a fan? Sounds like a dropping noise, but I think it might have been me and how I was moving in this chair. So okay. we'll just ignore that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Lil Nas X. Uh, he <laughs> definitely me. came to be himself, to be iconic, to give a show a little old to remember the time. I love that. I love that he like bought the choreography from Michael Jackson's "Remember the Time" video, um, and and made it. Uh, it. It was like a lot of people playing paying homage. Like he did, mm-hmm. Zendaya did by wearing that like traditional Beyonce Versace dress, and I'm just like, yes, respect your fucking elders. Like do that. Period. Respect your elders. It's that simple. So it's he did great. Um, and we'll get into more Lil Nas X later, but there's this this need for me to be like, protect him at all costs. Um, <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion, I'll be honest, I did not like her dress, but when she, when it was time to perform and sis showed up with that peroxide blind wig, I was very yes. happy. I was very thankful. Um, the outfit was great. The stare. She looked cool. She, she looked fucking good. She looked she amazing. She always looked good. And she always looks like she is ready to turn the stage out. Like when she shows up on the stage, I love that energy that she gives off. Like I belong here. Mm-hmm. Like confident performance are performers are everything. Um, and Cardi B, she announced her pregnancy uh, during the performance. I thought that was neat. Yeah, that was neat. Congratulations to her. Um, and look. Keep having children for as long as you want to. Um, she did look great. I was shocked. I'm not gonna lie. Like when she like showed up pregnant, I love her pro- the pictures she shared. Those like, pictures were so like nice. That's what I want. Beautiful, beautiful. Especially the one with her in culture. But um, somebody was just like shouts to Beyonce for creating like um show like revealing your pregnancy and the war show. That was so damn iconic. I can't believe I witnessed that in real time. Yeah, I know that's crazy. Beyonce really set the standard. She really set so much standards. And like somebody said on Twitter, pulling a Beyonce can mean so many different things at this point. <laughs> it can mean so many different. Means things. So many different things, but it definitely means something iconic. Um, and a lot of people were like upset about like. Uh, the fact that certain people like Victoria Monet, Monet wasn't even there. But sometimes I do question, are people not there because they weren't invited or were they not there because they didn't want to come? I feel you, like she probably, she's a new mother. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. Like, did she, did she not get invited? I don't know. Like, did she mention that she wasn't invited or she did she just not come? Because some people choose to not come. 
So yeah. I wonder if that was the case. But I do just feel like her name needs to be mentioned more with certain people. Like she, her pen skill is just crazy. I don't think that she's getting as much credit as she deserves. Um, but yeah, got to take into account that she is a new mom. Also, people were upset that Chloe and Holly didn't really take home the uh, amount of awards that they should have. However, Jasmine Sullivan was in the same category, and you have to think about that. Like some, this was a this was a tough year to be a rapper, especially a woman rapper. This was a tough mm -hmm. year to be a singer because the girls really bought their A game. <laughs> like a lot they of people really, really, did. really bought their and I a had game. that stuff heavy in rotation. This like if this was back in like. 2010 there's one clear winner all the time and that's Nicki minaj yeah you know as far as the rappers rapping is concerned but this was the year i felt like it was no clear winner but well some will say making a stallion but literally the other girls were given her a run for her money in the, in the best way you know, not mm -hmm. a true competition, but everybody's actually delivering music that we we really, really like and want to hear. Like that's this is a good time to to kind of be alive because the BET Awards have been trash for They've been so bad. <laughs> they have been trash. I really feel like this is the first year that it was like, oh wow, this is cool. I like this. Yeah, I was like, hmm, the budget was there. Yeah, again, I didn't watch the whole thing uh, through, so um, I should probably- Oh, the DMX tribute. Oh my gosh, that shit was so good. Really? It was I missed so it. good. What's his name? Oh my gosh, I'm, he was Omar on the Wire. What's his name? I know who you're talking about. He opened up and was like saying this thing, like I, he was talking like DMX, he killed that shit. He's a phenomenal actor. I can't believe I forgot to tell you about that. No, that's you, then you know, know my, that's my guy too. You know how that's my, that's, you know, my brain is shambles if I forgot to mention that. It was so good, the DMX tribute. Yo, shouts to everybody who actually really, really made that a pretty decent um, award show. Who's the host? Taraji, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> so let's get into the sunken place. All right, so we said we were going <laughs> to revisit Lil Nas X. So we know Lil Nas X is going to always show up and represent and be himself. Um, and that's exactly what he did. He got real cute and he like kissed um another man on stage. Whatever, it's 2021. <laughs> that should not be a big deal. Um, but of course, when you we we can't we can't not address the issues like our community has with just like homophobia and a lot of people decided to hyper focus in on that and i don't even know who this person is if we keeping it all the way a hundo like i don't know who this is but this person by the name of the real super bit okay says i know i wear wigs but damn as gay men we have to do better lil nas x can you start using your platform to educate kids about hiv aids and stds because girl we get it use a woman now okay so problematic <laughs> within itself what like, does that even mean i feel like i've done something wrong just by reading that quote <laughs> out loud so tamar um braxton Tony Braxton's little sister wrote underneath the post um, with fire flames, I guess, meaning that she she agrees. And so you were saying that there were other people up under this. Yes, yeah, Super Scent was under it. Phaedra, um, right? Phaedra Parks was under it. Like, 
First of all, I'm not surprised that any of these women no, are homophobic. No, none of them. They, and first they of all, Phaedra the... needs to tread lightly because she bla- she had kids with a gay-ass man. <laughs> are you talking about Apollo? Yes. <laughs> so look. Now come on um, now. This is what I don't like, okay? There's always this sense, like, and I've had, like, I've seen, like, other gay men do this who think that they're better because they're less, like, feminine. And that in itself is just, like, um, misogyny because even when, uh, like, someone within your own community shows to, chooses to show up more feminine, mm-hmm. then it's, like, ill. And it's like, well, what's wrong with being feminine? Exactly, because people don't <laughs> respect femininity at all, all across the board. Who, across no matter who the, the board. No matter who it comes from, people do not respect femininity at all, period. It has nothing to do with, like, the gender, gender identity. It's just that femininity and how even as a gay man, like, some people can still be slaves to, like, uh, homophobia. You know, mm-hmm. it's just, like, wow, like, how are you gay and homophobic? But it happens. It's more um, likely and I than know you think. I'm not going to sit here and like try to break it down because at the end of the day, I'm not a gay man. But like, just because I'm not within the community doesn't mean. <laughs> I was like, whoa, shocking. Just want to clarify, I'm not a gay man, but that does not mean I can't like see what's obviously wrong and see that some people are 100% like um, internalizing their own oppression and feeling embarrassed when they see someone being secure in themselves. Like that happens all the time. Like a pick me is going to be a pick me regardless of the issue. Um, but Tamar, Let's like get into you because this is not the first time she has been caught saying some homophobic shit under Instagram. This is why your career will never fucking take off because you're so Period. fucking messy. Exactly. You can sing what... your ass off, but you choose, but she chooses to be in the mess. Now, that's what everybody keeps saying that she'll never be Tony, and that's you so will true. You'll never be Tony Braxton because you don't know how to act like a star. <laughs> like that sounds so mean. It's true. She don't I know just... how to act a star like that. It's so fucking messy. Like why are you under? Like, why are you under comments, like, saying, like, putting a fire? Also, you would be nothing without the gay community. You You would be be nothing. nothing. You would be nothing without the gay community. And it's just, to me, okay, so Tamar had a mental health incident. Like, when was it? I don't know. I think it was at some point during the pandemic. Yeah, it was. Everybody was sending her, like, well wishes. Even we did. We continue to send anybody well wishes who's feeling like, you know, they want to harm themselves. But you can't do that. You can't be in such a bad space where you want to harm yourself and then you go around and you encourage comments that can make somebody else want to harm themselves like you know what it felt like to be down bad and you never know just because like somebody like Lil Nas X is just like so excited um about who he is and he's a troll and he jokes and he has fun that doesn't mean he don't ever feel bad and most importantly who else is watching there might be somebody Mm. else who would prefer to express themselves like Lil Nas X reading that comment and it's just like well damn now I don't want to be myself because if I am not only are other gay people going to come for me like a, a gay like a black woman might too like and this is the problem i have with a lot of like um black women is or not just black women women straight women they will perpetuate a lot of homophobia they will make they will they are just as much responsible sometimes for toxic masculinity yes and mm-hmm. if you think i'm playing get on a public bus and watch how yep. people talk to their sons like, when they yep. cry watch mm-hmm. how people talk to their sons when they cry like stop acting like a little girl some people will say stop acting like a bitch stop acting that is so fucking harmful yeah and, and like saying stuff like stop fucking crying yeah yeah it's just bad it's so bad how 
how like boys get humiliated for being feminine and then they grow up to 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 hate themselves and also take stuff out <clears throat> on women oh yeah it's never nobody ben- benefits from toxic masculinity nobody benefits from it across the board sorry i start coughing it's okay Stink. you know me i got all excited i got riled <laughs> up and i started coughing but yeah, like nobody benefits from it. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I don't understand why it's so prominent. Also, it's scary to me that um, from the hyper um, vigilance, I guess that's what I'm trying to say, of Little Nas X, it's like trickles down and other conversations happen and more people expose like how hateful they are. Yeah. It like gets scary. And it's one point it's like, oh, it's great. Um, because, um, you know, representation, you know, but then it gets scary because, um, people are, and I'm witnessing it like in real time outside of the internet. And why is it little Nas X is just back to the original comment. Why is it his responsibility to educate about HIV and AIDS just because he's gay? Like, are you kidding me? Who wants to, like, who wants to make music about that? Was the BET Awards supposed to be the platform to do that? Like, what? So that's how you know people just say anything. One, two, all you see how you hear how nasty these girls rap, these straight girls rap. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely filthy, and nobody ever asked them to be um, talk about, um, you know, STDs and pH balance. I mean, stuff. they they are supposed apparent. You know, respectability politics does play part in black women rappers. Oh, in, oh no, that's very true. Okay, you know sorry. I mean? I'm so are men for sure. Like how uh, Nick Future. somebody yeah, and how somebody used Nick Cannon as a um. Nick Cannon as a uh, example, like saying how um, nobody talked about like contraception and like all this stuff because what Nick Cannon is doing is very nasty. Yeah, or like future, like they never like future. You need to take a moment to talk to people about getting vasectomies, and you need to have a conversation about HIV, and you need to have a conversation about STDs and STIs, and like, wait a minute, he do. How he, are he, you going to decide? Future does. If anybody that he really do. Yeah, he need to do it. And also just like, okay, we are not talking about the fact that there are studies saying that straight men don't get tested as much as people in um queer communities do. So it's just like why why is that why is that always the burden of um anyone who's gay to have to talk about. Like don't get me wrong, it one hundred percent is an important issue, but it, it Lil Nas X don't need to be the only one having a conversation. Exactly. And also like you said, BT Awards is not the place to have that. Like t- what's he like, supposed people, to do? People wanna see you dancing. Like people like hold up, I got can we take a minute out to talk about like who people gonna be like, what the hell? And the niggas who be talking that shit on the track be the most problematic people. Like, never forget um, Nas, not Lil Nas X, but Nas was making that song, I Know I Can terrible. Be What I Want to Be. And he was abusing Khalees. Also, so the song was be- terrible. It was like, you t- like you said, respectability politics. Like, Kings, little queen, girl. Before we came to this country, you know? And it's like, little girl, why you out there shaking your ass? And it's like... <laughs> 
wearing them tight ass clothes. You know, don't be a whore, be a queen. Yeah, and it's, and like, it's like you that's know, why the men is touching your butt because you dress like a slut. Exactly. Like, or like, okay, like Ludacris made Runaway Love, and he also <laughs> made like fantasy. <laughs> so you know, there are. I mean, Ludacris isn't problematic. So. That I know of. So I mean, I don't everybody wanna, is to a Yeah, of course, but, he, but I don't want to drag him as if he did the same thing as Nas because putting your hands on the mother of your child, your wife, to me, is just like the most, I can never look you in your eye once you do something like that. Like, I just yeah. can't support people who physically abuse um, anyone, but especially men who do it to women, black women. Like, I have a problem with that. But this is how easily tricked people are. All you have to do is pretend as if you, wow. Sorry, motorcycles. All you have to do is is pretend as if you are um trying to to be positive, and people be like, okay, cool, let's buy it. Like, you know what I mean? Dummies, so dumb. So, uh, yeah, a lot of people can go to hell. Uh, who like that post? <laughs> who has something to say about Lil Nas X? Like, just um, yeah, just go to hell. Period. It's that simple. All right, so. Let's get in to common synthesis. We are speeding this show. I like it. I really do like that this week we're like keeping things like compact, keeping it tucked. Because I'm going to try to go to the gym. We'll see. We'll see exactly if I can do that. Um, But this week we wanted to talk about <clears throat> toxic love. Like just toxic love because it happens to the best <laughs> of us. Um, I think a lot of people like to talk about like toxic relationships. Um, and they just talk about how like bad it is. But a lot of folks aren't willing to admit that they've been in one or that they have been toxic themselves. <laughs> and um, I feel like I'm ready to confess. Like I'm ready to just say like, all right, I've never been into something so toxic that I felt like it was like going to harm me because like I just don't like harm pain discomfort anything of the sort so if it gets too annoying um I will cut it off but I can say that wow like they are motorcycling tonight <laughs> but what I will say is that like there are some times where I like being toxic there I said it dun 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 now everybody knows everybody can stop looking at me <laughs> no and let me explain it like obviously i don't want to ruin anybody's life but i had to unpack like all right why do i feel so comfortable <laughs> being like you know messy or toxic or like you know getting into like you know arguing or having these playful back and forth and i think it's because of how we were like raised in the sense, not my parents, not my mom. They have nothing to do with this. I'm not <laughs> going to bring them down. They absolutely taught me better. But I'm just talking about the banter in like the hood. So <laughs> when you meet somebody, like they're going to be like, big head, you know, what you doing? This and the other. So it's just like from the time you're a kid, this it's like this playfulness um, is associated with like. Playful? Yeah. Um, It's like, you okay. know, <laughs> it's like that. <laughs> Who's laughing? <laughs> sadly i am <laughs> i am i am laughing but yeah i feel like it comes from that it comes from just like feeling like relationships are supposed to have a little bit of back and forth a little bit of spice a little bit of fun um and it's not that i just am starting to learn now that that type of spice and stuff like that doesn't make for a good relationship at all <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> okay, now we said it. Yeah. So it's <laughs> funny because we are like on a, I definitely see the appeal and stuff because I feel like I started off that way. Um, and after like my last relationship blowout or whatever, I just was like, I can't, like, I have to for me. Um, but here's the thing. I'm not innocent because I either am very docile. I think that's the word I'm looking for. Docile. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm either docile. I'm are you saying or... Rachel Dolazal? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Are you saying that you are Rachel Dolezal? Are you saying you're black fishing? Maybe so. I fucking wish. Life would be so much easier. But um, <laughs> I love being black though. But yeah, so I um, am either like very calm or whatever, or I just like ignore stuff. I take it, take it, take it, take it. And then like one thing happened and then I blow up and then I'm just like... <laughs> Because me, I don't know how to be like playful, cute, and mean with it. It's either like, it's like, you know how you can be like, hey, big head, or like you can be like, stop, stop playing, whatever, or you can be like, fuck your mom. And I am definitely, yeah, definitely on the end. The um, I'm definitely leaning towards on the end is fuck your mom. Like, that's, it's, I go from zero to fuck your mom. Like, that's, is no in between. And I, that's definitely something that needs to be worked on because it's not good to just be quiet and take, 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 take. Um, and be like, um, like I learned this just today, um, that my feelings are, even if it's cause me, I'm somebody that I'm very logical. Um, and I like to be like, well, even though I feel this way, I am not right. Like, I just like to put myself in my, in a place. And I think I overcorrect myself also, especially from going to therapy. Like I like to be like very aware. And also I do it because I don't want anybody to, um, like be able to say anything behind my back. So I'm just like, okay, I have to be like over aware, but sometimes you cheat yourself from being like that. And I feel like that can be considered quote unquote, like toxic too. Um, because you never, um, give your chance. You never, um, give yourself a chance, um, to express yourself. No, seriously. So that's so real. And I think that there are different types of toxic too. And I should probably clarify when I say that I am toxic. Like I'm never going to be somebody that enters a relationship thinking like, oh, how can I fuck this guy's head up? You know? Oh, how can I like, I want, I want that Tyrese and Taraji love and baby boy. Like I never would enter that. It always just so happens to form and it's hard to like, you know, stop it once it gets there. So, um, the like the appeal for me sometimes is uh just talking to someone where no matter how what I do to them they keep coming back <laughs> that's so sick to say out loud that's but so it's just like something about that just like I am literally telling you how I feel I'm not even being that nice to you but you keep coming back and why do you want me so bad? <laughs> like, that's what I think to myself. Like, what, why is it that you can't leave me alone? And that power is a dangerous thing for someone like me to have. Mm-hmm. Because then it becomes like, how not how far can I go? Because I know I have limits to how what I'm going to do to people. <laughs> I'm never going to do um, anything that I know I can't handle myself. Like, 
I'm never going to like call somebody out their name. Like I'm never going to do anything like that, but I will have these like back and forth and cat and mouse and just, just doing certain things 100% to, to get attention. Um, <laughs> and yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm ready to talk about this because I'm changing. So it's like, okay, I'm getting older and uh, it's just time to, to change. But yeah, the appeal is definitely the, like the danger, the, the funness, the youthfulness of it all. I didn't do any of this stuff when I was younger. Like when I was young, I was on the straight and narrow. Anytime like something didn't seem like it was good or safe, like I kind of just like went away from it. So now that I'm older, it's just like this different, I don't know. But then again, even when I was younger, um, there was always this, like I always was interested in the like quote unquote taboo, like the thing I shouldn't want, you know, like the, the guy who is, you know, a little <laughs> older than me or the guy who's just like, you know, he's on the corner and I'm not, or that guy who like is from out of town. Like it's always been like, that is always appealing to me. Um, but my girlfriend, um, shouts to her, was telling me to look into like my attachment styles and to really unpack why I think that that's fun. Like why I think it's good, why I think that, you know, more importantly, why do I think it's something that I almost deserve? And with that came a lot of like unpacking, um, like how much do I really love myself? Like, of course, from the outside, Everybody could be like, oh, Iman loves herself. Like, she's so confident. But how what you accept and what you choose to embrace is definitely um, the inside scoop on how you feel about yourself. So the moment I started saying to myself, like, nah, you know, even though this seems fun for the moment, there is a huge downside to to being in toxic relationships, especially when the ball is not in your court. When the ball is not in your court and now you're the victim and somebody's <laughs> controlling you, <laughs> then it's a bad joint. That's why it's my... Because I always believe whatever I do is going to backfire on me. That's why I be so scared to do certain stuff. I'm so sick. I, I can take it. <laughs> Not me. I mean, I know whatever happens, fall. whatever. And the thing is, even when I get my feelings hurt from somebody being toxic back in the back of my mind, I always know, well, you, you was playing this game. You shouldn't have been playing this game, but you were playing it. And now you were in this situation. So <laughs> dust yourself off and, you know, feel your feelings for however long, but I know the role I play. <laughs> That's why I don't like allow myself to get that hurt. I think for you, you really don't be wanting to do it. That's why you're like, I'm not going to be toxic because if somebody's toxic back to me after I didn't even want to do it, it's going to hurt times 10. Yeah, I'm like, damn. And also, like, every time I try to do, like, I don't know what it is with me that people... I first, I don't know if it's like because my face is like round and like I guess I'm adorable <laughs> that people like want to extra put the rules down on me. They're like, I don't do this, I don't do it. And I'm like, men be so clear about their like their I'm like, do they do that to anybody else? Like they be so like ready to fire off on me, like this is what I don't want. I don't do this, I don't get into this, I don't do da, 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 da. I don't do this, blah blah blah. Yeah, and for me, the big thing is like showing people up front, like I am the boss. Like I'm, I'm and listen, I'm not the boss of you, but I am the boss of me. So yeah. you're not going to sit here and be telling me what I can and can't do when I'm talking to you because guess what? I don't have to talk to you. And I do, I think that when I say certain things, 
it does hurt to know that like, oh damn, I am interested in this person and I may lose them for being honest. But half the time that makes people, men want to stay more. There are some guys who really hate that. They don't really want me to have a voice at all. But the guys who want to play ball, they hear that and they like, oh, oh, all right, cool. So sometimes I feel like I know I can push the limits because I start pushing the limits from jump. <laughs> So it's like, from the second I meet people, I'm just like, yeah, this is kind of who I am. And even in my shyness, like, I let people know, like, I'm a little bit, like, spicy. I think being spicy, though, is not a bad thing. Like, because like, I think about certain no, women that no. I love. It's some stuff that you know. <laughs> I'm going to let you live, though. Sorry, no. What? No. I'm, not, I'm going to let no. you live. No, say what you was going to say. You don't have no, to tell exactly the- what I said, but just... <laughs> What do you mean? You're like, it's fun. Be crazy. Do wild stuff. Like, spicy. The stuff that, no, I feel like the spice level is definitely very high. I feel like the spice level is high, but then I start thinking about some of my idols and how, like, they have shown up. Like, I think about, like, Whitney Houston. Whitney um, Houston was so spicy. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to say. Keep going. And some people can can talk about other things um, regarding Whitney Houston, but I just choose to focus on the fact that at the core, Nippy was sassy. Nobody called her, maybe some, called her toxic, but like sometimes it's just, you are a sassy person. Mariah Carey. She is so what's a the en- what's the end goal? Let me finish. I'll get there. <laughs> so Mariah Carey, she's saucy. You know, she's shady. She is herself and it just yeah, is what it it just is what it is. Some Rihanna, she's spicy. And people like that, they definitely encourage me to keep the spice levels high. Um, but I'm sure that I can be spicy without being toxic. Um, but I'm only toxic to people who are toxic to me first. Like that's just it. Like I just be playing ball as far as I'm concerned. Period. But as I'm getting older, like I was saying before, it stops being fun. It does. There's something happens where like, um, you know, just playing games with somebody that you are supposed to like, the common sense kicks in and you're like, this is not sustainable. And especially now that I'm in a, at an age where I'm, it's not that I'm like hunting for a family or anything, but I'm going to be 30 years old next year. Mm-hmm. So it does uh, change what you have just the bandwidth to deal with. Mm-hmm. And for me, that toxic stuff, um, just, you know, being a little too saucy with somebody and less, less loving is becoming old. Like I'm at a point in my life where I just want to kind of like be nice to something, to be nice to people. Aww. Yeah. (laughs) No, I agree. I feel that shift. And I feel like I felt that shift, um, like, I want to say, like, maybe last year or so. Because, like, I've never, like, I've never, see, my problem is I never show anybody, I feel like I can probably, there's probably, like, maybe one person, but I really never show who I am. Like, I definitely, because I feel like sometimes people be showing up as a representative, and I'm like, I'm going to send one, too. And the, no, I did I did this after my first relationship, my first, quote-unquote, serious relationship, and my partner showed their representative. So ever since then, I have been showing up as a representative, um, mm-hmm. which also is not very, um, I've definitely 
realized this within the last few weeks that I am not going to be fully myself if you, if I feel neglected by you already, because I'm like, I don't want you to know me. Like, why, I don't, like, why do you have to know me? Why do I have to put you in your place? Why do I have to, if I feel like things are, um, I'm going to vanish soon. So to me is, but I feel like some people, some things can be corrected, even though, you know, you're going to just for GP to like, don't, you know, disrespect me. But in my mind, I already have it. Like I'm going to vanish. And this person is going to wonder why I vanished. So is that, do you consider that toxic? I feel like it might be because I'm not, it's, it's more toxic towards myself because I don't, um, it's like, I don't feel it physically. You know how physically when you feel like you fight and stuff, I don't feel it. And I don't notice I'm doing it until I either like get home or like I, or like maybe weeks later, like I didn't realize I was doing it recently until like today. Mm. Um, so it's like a thing. It's like almost like I black out. It's not like I'm like a step for wife or anything. It's just some things about me that I just die down or I don't speak up about certain stuff. Cause I'm like, if I feel like you don't care or something, or if I feel like you are reacting a certain way, um, or I feel like you're not going to be gentle towards me, like with my feelings or something, I'm just going to send a representative, um, the person that you think I am, or not even a person you think I am. I'm just going to send somebody that's totally not me. Um, mm. <laughs> but I do feel like it might be a little, um, toxic because I might be doing that and I might be like, I mean, so far I haven't, but I might be like blocking a blessing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I and that. I feel like also it's not fair to me, like my feelings too. Yeah. And I also think that there are different definitions of what toxic is. So I feel like when I admit it that I'm toxic, like I feel like, haha, it's fine <laughs> because I know how I am. I know the extent of like who, first of all, I know who I'm toxic to. I know they deserve it. Also, I know, um, like how deep I'm willing to go, but I'm like from the outside, like people probably always associate like being toxic with being manipulative and like lying and uh, like there's one victim, there's one clear victim usually, and there's one person who's like causing the the mess. But I just feel like, what are some things that are like that are like maybe maybe some people wouldn't classically consider them toxic but you're like it is to me um sometimes i feel like i don't i used to do it like i did it like i would say like 2019 i was doing it but then when i found out what what it was i stopped and sometimes i question myself i'm like wait am i doing this love bombing so like getting so excited that you want to do this like I remember I was like so um infatuated with this person I was like every time I wanted to hang out or do something I'm like do you want to hang out do you want to do this oh I'll get you this I'll get you like something like that and like I was like doing that and I thought I was being like very nice and then I found out about what like love bombing was and I'm like oh shit like that's kind of what I was doing so I need to calm down um, and since I calmed down from doing that, I have been totally the opposite. I'm like, a nigga could be begging for water in front of me and I would probably just let him die of thirst, wow. which is not good. It's a different type of toxic, but <laughs> it definitely is a different kind. Um, yeah. that's another thing I feel like that as far as toxic, I'm a very resentful person. 
Mm-hmm. I'm re- and I know that about myself. That's why, I, like, I don't date and stuff like that. Um, like some, like, I don't, it's not everybody. Like some people I'm still cool with, like that we just stop talking or whatever. Like I'm still cool with, or like, even if like things were weird, I just like quietly unfollow them, like nothing. And I don't have any ill feelings towards them, but I know that like with some certain things I'm very resentful. So I try to work on that and like try to talk through that. Um, because it's like really bad. It's like, I just see flames and I'm like, again, fuck you and your mom. That's how exactly, I exactly. Um, no, I think that that love bombing thing was definitely something that like I, I used to do as well. Um, but something that I do that is just like, whoa, it, this is it's beyond like, oh, I'm toxic because it's cute. It's more so of this is how I feel like things should be handled. And I'm trying to actively work against it. But weaponizing silence like that is something <laughs> that I do to people. Like if I am upset, like my natural response is to not talk to someone because I feel like that my uh, my presence is a present and I'm going to take it away from you um, if you do something to me. And I know it makes people suffer but again it's just like well if you wanted to talk to me you wouldn't have taken advantage of the time that you had to talk to me so why should I now talk to you but with that like um it's one thing to like let someone know like you know I'm ignoring you but it's a totally another thing a totally different thing to say like oh no everything's perfectly fine why do you ask like, that's the type of shit that I do. Like, I would be like, yeah, no, I'm not ignoring you. No, I'm not acting weird. Knowing that I am acting weird and making things stranger for the person. Yeah, to me, and, that's like, huh? Yeah, because I don't know. Then the problem is that it usually happens because I feel like, um, what's the point of talking to you? Like, you had to know that this was going to irritate me before you did it, but you decided that it was worth it anyway. So, um, I... I was blatantly ignoring you and you kept trying to talk to me. So now I'm halfway talking to you. Um, And I just feel like maybe I need to learn to completely not talk to people until I'm actually ready to talk. Because doing that thing where I'm like faking being nice, it only ends up with that person being more like concerned, which makes them overcompensate. And it also ends with me getting my butt kissed more. And then it's harder for me to come out of it. So it's just like, Ooh, it's just not good. Um, But this is a toxic thing that a lot of people don't, I don't necessarily do this, but I hate when I can sense that it's being done to me. Um, Pump faking. Um, I hate when like you get on somebody about something and they pretend like it's not what you think it is. Like if you get on a guy about like, oh, you ain't even wish me a happy birthday. They'd be like, what you talking about? Like I had you some flowers. Like don't do that. Like I... Just, I had you don't do. no, you Oh, wait, no, no, I was going to do this. I was going to do this. Like, don't pump fake. Don't pretend like you're going to do something and, and the person clearly knows that you're not. Because it's just like, it's it's not, it's being too afraid to be honest about um the fact that you really just forgot. Like, why not say you don't care? Because I'm going to be honest with you. Like, if I forgot somebody's birthday, it's more than likely because, like, I don't fuck with them like that. It's really not often that I forget anyone's birthday. So if I did forget your birthday um and I was sorry about it, I would be like, you know, my bad. Like, you know, I got so much going on. You know, like, let me make it up to you with some dinner. But one thing I would never do is be like, 
what you what you talking about girl like i got you some flowers i just gotta run to whole foods and get them like that is just so annoying and weird to me and it's just so i think weird. it's so manipulative and it's like right in front of your face people think you stupid like come on at least have some class and like like do some shit where i can't easily confirm it's a lie <laughs> yeah like honestly or just have the stuff Oh, you know? come on. Now you're asking for too much. you asking for niggas to do right? Like, what? No. That's just it's not going to happen. Impossible. Impossible. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of mm. like some things that are, like, unconventionally toxic that we do or have been done to us that we hate. Uh, so, next, let's talk about when when to stop. Because, um, th- like I said, I'm learning that, you know, it's just not sustainable right now. Um, and if... You can't even get along with somebody enough for them to like be to be in a healthy relationship with them. Chances are like you will never have like a solid future with them. So I've been uh, stopping by taking a look at what my type is like. What is my type? Um, and is my type more so related to just like physical things mm. or is my type uh, related to like a vibe that I get? And how can I change my entire type? <laughs> like, How can I change my type? I think that has helped me because um, I haven't been in any toxic situations for a while, a while now, mm. any new toxic situations. I haven't been in anything for a while now. And I think it's because <laughs> I've been actively like thinking about like what I'm used to versus what I want. And um. <laughs> Sorry. realizing it is going to be a little bit awkward uh, talking to people who are different from what I'm used to. Because I'm used to the wrong shit. I am. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, it's not good. <laughs> For me, how do I stop? Um, again, this is another thing. No, I don't, prob- no, I don't know. But I probably, um, for me, I either, if the person is somebody that I'm like, dare I say, care about, I will, I, like, again, I don't know if I said this on here before, but something about me is I cannot lie. Um, and I will just blurt out, um, the truth and I will, um, I will do it in a weird way, but it will get out. Um, and I will either confess my feelings, which is sick, um, or I will just bounce. Like, it's I was so just annoying like, that you don't lie. I was trying to get Sabrina to lie earlier, and she just wouldn't do it. I'm like, come on, bro. Just a little one. Like, Sorry, damn. I can't. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you're not even trying. How you know you don't like it? <laughs> if I do it, I, I'd be like, I'm so sorry. I, I, I was lying. <laughs> it, yo, if it's a person that I don't think deserves the truth... Please, it's so easy. Yeah, like in certain okay, when I say I can't lie, it's certain situations that I can't lie in. Like if somebody asks me if I got a boyfriend, I'm definitely lying. Um, with certain like uh like guys that I don't like ask me certain things, like I'm definitely going to like tell it's gonna be a like I'm gonna do it in a way that is palatable for me because when I tell you lying is not palatable for me, like I feel it physically like stopping me. Um, I mean, like, let's just get it straight. Like, I'm not necessarily a. I'm a very honest person. Yeah, um, you are. And I'm less of a liar, and I'm more deceitful. Like, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it went from worse to worse. 
<laughs> like, let's get that straight. Like, if you be like, hey, did you eat that? I'm not going to be like, no. I just will say, if if you're on my bad side, I will mislead you mentally. <laughs> like, that's what I will do. Like, I'm not. Mislead you. I will mentally mislead you. I'm a little more, de- I'm more deceitful than a liar. Like, I do feel better being called deceitful vindictive. I do. Versus like, or manipulative versus a liar. Like, that just feels, that feels wrong. Feels dirty. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. But yeah, I don't. Um, but yeah, I definitely I tell the truth. Like my thing is, even if they don't care, I'm always gonna say my piece. That's one thing about me, because it's for me more than them. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so yeah, in the future, I'm just working on not getting into the same situations by not, you know, going after familiar people. Like I have a very clear type, uh, and this is why I think I got my panties in a bunch about the uh, Carmelo Anthony, um, <laughs> Carmelo Anthony thing because essentially that is what my type is, like big and sneaky. And I'm just like, you know what? If I want to change how I respond, like one thing might be taking myself out of the situation. And when I get that feeling about somebody, instead of trying to to win them over, running, running for the hills and be like, no, absolutely not. Like I'm not getting into this anymore. But the good news mm-hmm. is after being 29 years old, a lot of the shit that used to fly in them early 20s and them late teens, it's just like, okay, baby, no, like I've... I've been there, done that, got the t-shirt to prove it. Like, I just cannot <laughs> do this again. Like, I will not be doing this on purpose. Like, before, I can honestly say that I knew it might have ended bad, but it was fun. Whereas now, I know I know it, it's not going to might end bad. It absolutely will end bad, and I don't deserve that. So, let's not even go down that lane. So, I've just been mm-hmm. re redoing and reimagining what my type is and. I'm not, I've never been that type of person that's like, I don't like nice guys. I don't like nice guys. Like, that's not true. I absolutely love nice people, but um, just really, really focusing on uh, what was sustainable. Like, who could I come home to every day? Right. It's not going to be somebody I got to de- argue with. Like, you you just finished fighting the world. Now you got to come home and fight your man. Like, no, thank you. <laughs> Sounds terrible. Yeah, no, it's definitely a no for me. What are you doing? Uh, what are you changing? Like, what are you actively changing so that you never get into one of those situations again? Um, I read comic books more. You gonna read comic books more? <laughs> yeah, Listen. so I don't talk to. The, so I don't. I'm just gonna engulf myself in my hobbies. You know what? That sounds beautiful, actually. It's not a bad idea. That's the best way to avoid a toxic nigga is not to date no niggas at all. Because I was so happy at the beginning of the pandemic when I was just playing video games and I literally had no. And then when I realized, I was like, oh, something clicked. I'm like, ah. (laughs) Well, listen. Not saying I'm I'm not miserable. Like, It's, it's more things to be miserable about. But um no, I'm just saying I like me engulfing myself in my hobbies and like really taking my hobbies like seriously. No, I loved it. I loved it. And it's definitely you're not wrong. Thank you. You are 100 percent not wrong. So guys, that's it. That's it for this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. Um, thanks again for this week's sponsors. Um, we appreciate you all. Uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at BLK, BLK Girl Brunch. You can 
email us make sure you email us some listener love letters if you're interested in doing some potential sponsorships with us email us at blackgirlbrunch at gmail.com you can follow me on instagram at imamate follow me on twitter at it's mate and sabria follow me at frankenfem underscore on twitter and it's frankenfem on instagram and also still check out my vegan page i need to update it but check it out yes check it out check it out check it out we ate at some fantastic places while we were in new york so i don't know if you added those pictures yet but i did loved it fantastic all right guys that's it for this week's episode we love you bye peace